always better on the upbeat. Today on On the Upbeat, I talk about my all-dad ska band, Dadness. Stay tuned. Hey everybody, welcome to another fantastic, rad, awesome episode of On the Upbeat. I am your host, RJ Phoenix. With me for all this, this entire month has been the very handsome, the wonderful sax player for the Backyard Superheroes. You know him, you love him. His name is Gary Mastriano. What's going on, Gary? Hello, Mr. RJ. How are you? Eh, I'm doing okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm actually really, really pleased to introduce our guest here today. I, I want to... <laughs> Say hello to Aaron from Deadbeat uh, Don. Hey, buddy. Yeah, how's y'all going then? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, how was? Uh, let's start with Aaron. How was your weekend, sir? Weekend. Uh, recovering after <laughs> his wife had been away working in London all week, and me, the youngest son, got really ill, sickness and diarrhea. So I was just looking after Ooh. him all weekend. It's been mm. all week. It's been ass. So yeah, the weekend was just kind of catching up with things, basically emails and people fresh air that kind of thing <laughs> yeah i i feel you on the fresh air uh i actually went for a three and a half mile hike this weekend uh, yeah? yeah my wife was like yeah I don't, i'm not into me walking i do my gardening and stuff like that but <laughs> the walk-ins yeah i go walk to town and that's what it. It, it was supposed to be a one mile hike uh but we couldn't find the trailhead for the one mile hike and me and my wife just shrugged our shoulders like we, we can do circles. this <laughs> this big loop around the hollywood reservoir um we were we did pretty good for people out of shape up until about the last half mile. Uh, that's where it yeah. really kind of was like, but beautiful views of the Hollywood sign. It's like a touristy thing that oh, it does. Yeah, it looks yeah. Man. Like we've got like we've got a, a white horse in one of the hills. That's about as Hollywood signish as we get. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a white horse. Yeah, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. The white horse. Yeah, yeah. to be fair, there's probably loads of them around in England. Like, like yeah, shop. I think uh, XTC, it's on the cover of one of their albums. All right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Gary. Well, edge, that yeah. <laughs> What's going on, Gary? How was your weekend, sir? Um, two things to mention. Well, like Aaron, uh, my daughter was sick this weekend. Um, RJ, I feel like every other week I'm like, ah, my daughter's sick. <laughs> Aaron, I have, a, I have a two-year-old daughter, so I'm sure you know. I don't know how old your children are, but when they're two and they're in daycare, it's just germ city all the time. Oh, yeah, it's... Every other week, you bring in every other week. My daughter has Kaksaki, which is also known as hand, hand, foot, and mouth disease. Both <laughs> of those names are terrible, right? They're yeah, yeah. terrible names. Um, it's nothing big. It's just like little um, little bumps that you get on your feet, in your hands, and in your mouth. Hmm, who would have known? But uh, <laughs> I hung out with her on Saturday. And yesterday, I actually wanted to share, and this is Scott related. I officiated uh, a wedding for my friend and brother Josh from the Backyard Superheroes. He got married sort of yesterday. He actually got married two years ago via Zoom, which I also officiated. But we had his in-person celebration yesterday. So um, great wedding. Congratulations to Scott, Scott, Josh, and his wife, Kelsey. What I wanted to say was... Best friend, huh? I didn't say best friend. What I wanted to say was it was a a wedding built on Ska. So it's very interesting. Little story time for Aaron and RJ. Josh is the singer in Backyard Superheroes. Um, got introduced to Ska by my current wife when they were both in high school together. 
So she was a ska fan. Um, and she introduced her friend, Josh, to ska. He started a ska band. I joined that ska band and he introduced me to my current wife. So it's like a big circle right there. Right. And he also met his wife, current wife, um, at a backyard superhero show. So it's Aww. all a big circle. Two marriages brought together by ska. So, um, so you it officiated a, it. I officiated it. Yeah. I've, I've done officiated a couple weddings. So this one was really fun. How do you get that then? Do you, it's like, uh, uh, the internet. Oh, right. <laughs> we uh we when me and my wife got married we uh got the guy who did the local pub trivia we got him a uh, official yeah oh, so nice. he wanted to be a writer in hollywood but he ended up hosting pub trivia and he was really good at it so we're like you're good at talking in front of people and you're funny you want to you want to officiate yeah. our wedding we'll that pay was, for it that was how i got selected you're good at talking in front of people <laughs> and you're funny that's exactly what they said I'm like okay um you know, Mike Park does weddings, and I yes. wish uh-huh. I had had him come and do my wedding. That would have been cool. I used to have a friend who was good friends with Mike Park, and she was dating a friend of mine. And if that relationship would have worked out, I think 100% Mike would have been the efficient for that. That would have been fun. Yeah. My, my next marriage. Your next marriage. I've been introducing my wife as my first wife, which is not inaccurate. Might I add, it's not inaccurate. Might be your first and only. Yeah, but my first one. Yeah, it's not inaccurate. <laughs> RJ, just... how was your how's your life? How's your weekend? Well, like I said, we did the hike. You know, took care of the cats. Just uh, laid around. We watched that uh, Danny Boyle Sex Pistols docudrama that was on FX and Hulu. Oh, I watched that other week. It's... Yeah, how was it? How was it? Was, it? It, was right. it was okay. Yeah. It was okay. I, I mean, I, what little I know, I was just like, okay, that's cool. And then, of course, as soon as I finished it, I went to Wikipedia and been like, what? Why didn't right. they? Why, why didn't they say Glenn worked at sex? And yeah. why, why make? Why not mention that? Like, and and why keep it like for dum dums like me that don't realize that there's Chrissy Hind the whole time until like the very end of the second to last episode. Just, I don't um, know anything about her career. Right. It would have been nice <laughs> to let me know that's who I'm walking watching. Like I know Jonesy only because he used to have a um, uh, a radio show out here in L.A. Jonesy's jukebox. Yeah. Uh, and I used to listen to that driving around when I first moved out here. And so I knew him as more than just like, you know, Sex Pistol guitar player. Um, yeah, it's nice seeing it from a different point of view from John, other than John Lydon's because it's kind of like, yeah. Growing up, that's the only time you've ever heard of Sex Pistol, right. Johnny Rotten, Johnny Rotten. So yeah. I've nice seen, seen it where he was yes. made out to be a dick. And yeah. I've seen Sid and Nancy. Yeah. Does it go into that territory? That's like the last episode. Okay. Or, the, yeah. or maybe the last two episodes is what, yeah. Yeah, last two, I think it is. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I remember that's, that's a, a young punk rocker. Like, you haven't seen Sid and Nancy? You know? <laughs> it was like Sid and Nancy and SLC Punk were like the things you had to watch when yeah. you were a punk rocker teenager, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, you, you, you think you like punk rock, you and your Lookout Records and your, yeah. <laughs> and your No Effects albums. Uh, all right. So let's move on to a little bit of Scott News. We're going to talk about some of the releases that came out in the last week. Uh, 
to start off, we have a uh, new single from the band On Camera. Uh, it's a new name for a band that's been around for a short while, formerly known as Rude Ways. Uh, I've been a fan of them since they started just a few years ago, and I was really uh, impressed to uh, get this new single and their rebranding of their name. So this is Totally Radicalized by On Camera. happy to play those guys because they're so much fun uh what do you got first gary well first of all i'm happy that you told me that they changed your name because i would not have known that yeah so uh getting that single right now <laughs> as literally as we speak i'm getting them. thank you um i wanted to share uh the new bucko nine live album it was finally released digitally on june 24th um, that, that vinyl shipped early didn't it i've had yeah i've had the vinyl yeah. for a couple weeks now yeah um, but the digital release was June 24th and it was all recorded live and it was their first time playing together after the pandemic. So the name of the album is 572 Days Later, Live at Earthling. So I guess that was 572 days since they had last played together. So they just kind of went in cold and recorded their first uh, band practice in uh, over a year. So really exciting. It's fun. It's interesting that it doesn't include their biggest song, My Town, but they I'm a big fan of that band, um, and they have a lot of other great songs, so I'm, I'm, I don't miss it. Um, but I recommend it. It sounds real crisp. sounds real good. I mean, as most live albums are, I'm sure there's some stuff that was done in post, but I, I don't know that, but otherwise <laughs> it sounds really great. Nice. What's, what song would you like to play off that you think really shined on this live album? Uh, let's play Round Kid. Round Kid. Just love is not having that fight again. Yeah, I've I've had the pleasure of seeing them play live twice, um, and they're they're a fun band that actually brings it. I think they're they're a much stronger live band sometimes than they are a recorded band. One of those. Yeah, I've never. They're one of the bands I've never seen. They don't come out to the East Coast very often. Uh, yeah, no, they don't come up to LA very often. They mostly stick around in San Diego. To be honest, I, I'm lucky to have seen them. I believe that they're on the um, Defense Ska Punk Tour that has been rescheduled for them. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they should be getting out a little bit. For Let's uh, see. That's from September 8th through September 17th. It's them, Mustard Plug, and Omnigon. Let's see. Where are you? You said Los Angeles? Yeah, I think they're coming um, through Los Angeles. No, they, they are not. Close. Their only place they're playing is San Diego in, in, in California. Oh, really? I thought they were oh, playing Garden Grove. Too. Where's Garden yeah, Grove? Yeah. Garden okay. Grove's not too far. Okay. <laughs> They'll be there. 
And, and finally, uh, one more release we'd like to highlight uh, is a band from Belgium called, and I'm going to butcher this, so just bear with me, uh, Proyecto Secreto. Uh, and they're from Belgium, and they released a new single called Stepping in Circles. They're kind of a ska, reggae, dubby kind of band. And uh, I had never heard of them before until this new single, and I really, really enjoyed it. So uh, here you go. episode of On the Upbeat is brought to you by a bunch of cats that found a wallet in a dumpster and decided, hey, what is spending people money like? Well, we thank you, Commander Mittens and crew. This episode is also brought to you by our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash on the upbeat sky. There you will find ways to help support the show, uh, access some bonus episodes, and uh, possibly more. So go to patreon.com slash on the upbeat Scott to find out how to join the upbeat crew. Now it's it's time to to get to know Aaron a little bit better. Yay. <laughs> and get to know all about uh Deadbeat at Dawn. Uh, I'm gonna apologize if when I've been typing to you and I've pointed this out, if I ever called the band Deadbeat by Dawn, because that's always what goes through my head. And I was actually yeah, evil dad style. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, by exactly. Dawn, by Dawn. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I apologize if I've uh, mis- misnamed the band in any of our communique up until this. Uh, uh, get that. When, I, when I ever think of this band, I think of uh, two things. Sam Raimi, of course, and then um, George Romero both come to mind. So good job, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Those, we do like the zombie films. This Dead Beat of Dawn is actually named after a film by Jim Van Beber. It was like, I think it was the last film in the UK to get banned for nunchucks. Mm. I haven't oh, seen wow. I, think it, I think it was the 80s, early 90s, I think it was. So. Yeah, nun- are nunchucks still banned in the UK? No, no, I think they were they're fine. But I remember that was a big turtles thing with the Ninja Turtles, right? The Ninja yeah, Turtles we, had, we didn't have Ninja Turtles, we had Hero Turtles, yeah. Teenage Mutant uh, Hero Turtles. And they, <laughs> they changed their nunchucks, were. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh. yeah, it's a good film, though. Uh, Dead Beat at Dawn, it's worth checking out if you want, like, 90 minutes worth of crap acting and people getting punched around and stuff. I do. I do want that. I've sold it to you already. I do want that a lot. I was like, this is probably going to be Gary's favorite episode because I think <laughs> it combines a lot of things that he's into. Yes. <laughs> crap films and ska music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so speaking of ska music, how did you get uh, started in involved in uh, ska, Aaron? As in as a fan or as in making it? Uh, and let's start off with as a fan. Um, yeah. All right, well, from the UK, and I was born in 1977, so grew up listening to all the, the two-tone madness, especially madness. I think every kid at my age was massive fans of madness. The UK charts are probably, through the 80s, they probably always had some sort of scar in them as well, so without even knowing I liked scar, I grew up liking scar, um, a bit of reggae as well, I think as well. It wasn't probably until, I don't know, mid Early to mid-90s, I've been at school and someone passed me a tape of Operation Ivy. 
that's the first time I heard punk and ska mixed together. And that was like, holy shit, it's two awesome types of music to smash <laughs> together. So, yeah, that was it. But yeah, like I say, growing up, I, all kids my age were into ska. We just didn't know it was ska. It was just music back then. So, so how did you get into it, I guess, more professionally and starting the band? And yeah, I think me and Shrimp, who plays bass in the band, uh, we started a band when I was maybe 16, 17. So I'm not going to work out what year. It was early, early to mid-90s. And it was just a shit punk band. And it was for a few years. We just make shit music. And, um, but then over the years, we've been in different bands. I, I, I won't go through the whole lot of them. But in the early 90s, uh, early, probably about 95-ish we started, 96-ish we started a ska band, like ska punkish band, which was, which was wanting to be Operation Ivy, called The Write-Offs. I think there might even be a few tunes on YouTube or videos from back in the day. We did all right. We didn't like our first proper touring bands and things. We didn't do too bad. Played with uh, bands like MU330 when they toured over a year and things like that. So um, a lot of like the English ska punk bands as well, like Citizen Fish, things like that we were playing with. And then as the bands evolved, I think it was, I think we were probably not two or three other bands before eventually Deadbeat and Dom started. Um, Shrimp started that with the drummer and the other vocalist and two of the different guitarists back in 2005. Um, but it was like, it was just one of those slow processes because we're all at that point in our lives, we're all starting to have kids, we're all starting to have proper jobs and buy houses and that kind of thing. So none of us took it seriously for a long, long time. <laughs> it was kind of one of the things like you'd be playing with bands and you wouldn't appreciate it or anything. And we went through a few different guitarists in 2009, because we probably had a few years off as well. Oh, wow. Uh, break for uh, growing up and having kids and things like that as well. At that age now. And Dave joined on guitar. We didn't have a guitarist for a while. Uh, he joined in 2018, 2019-ish. And since he's joined, he's like 10, 15 years younger than us. <laughs> so he's still got that youthful exuberance yeah. and uh, still enjoys going to band practice and things. It's kind of kicked us all up the arse and Especially with um, COVID, when COVID hit, you had like 18 months of not playing gigs, 18 months of not having brand practices. All of a sudden, we kind of realised, yeah, this is kind of something we should take a bit more seriously and uh, enjoy a bit more and uh, go with it a bit more. So, yeah, since Dave's joined, it's we've all had a fire lit under our asses and uh, doing a bit more now. Did you that say that your your new guitar player still enjoys band practice? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's made us enjoy it as well, which is before, <laughs> like, you'd, be, you'd maybe go a month between band practices and you'd just be like, oh, I can't be asked. I've grown up with these lads, I like brothers and stuff, so sometimes you just can't be asked to be around them. <laughs> he's but, young, yeah. he's jaded, he still likes yeah. band practice, I'm envious, yeah. I'm envious. <laughs> but yeah, since he's here, it's, it's kind of like made us appreciate, especially, the, like I say, two years, 18 month break from COVID, we weren't allowed to hang out with each other, and all of a sudden now it's like, every week now we're having a band practice and loving it, enjoying it, and ripping each other to bits. Um, you mentioned some great UK ska bands. I had the pleasure of being in the UK 2019, and I saw Real Big Fish there with Sponge and Lightyear. Um, Sponge and Lightyear, man, I know both of those from when they pretty much started before people yeah. knew they were big bands. Like, yeah. And you mentioned Citizen Fish. Um, all those bands to be kind of are, are ska punk, but they t- have a little bit of, and even you guys have a little bit more edge and aggression to it. Is that just a UK thing? I think, yeah, I think that as well. It's, it, 
not wanting to let go of our punk roots as yeah. well. I think punk's so easy to play, and it's it's so, if you play it messily, it doesn't matter so much. It's 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 kind of got that rawness, and you can get away with it a little bit more. It's but yeah, like I, said, I think punk in the UK is always when you think of American bands, you've got your real big fishes and the you know, same book on nine earlier at night. It's not squeaky clean, but it's it's more presentable. It's it's a cleaner sound. It's like the UK. I think we've still got that rough. Yeah, I think seventies punk feel to us. Yeah, I think it goes back a little bit more to uh, what is punk in America. You guys, I think the default might be more Sex Pistols. Well, in America, the default's yeah. more Ramones. Ramones but yeah, you've got yeah. your fast pop music, and we had yeah. like people that come <laughs> play guitars pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it probably influences our version of Scott Punk just slightly from each other. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I mean, we we've talked about some bands here. Like, what what would you say are your influences? Uh, Me, as far as, uh, yeah, Black is out here, and like Mona Me number one. I think we'll maybe play one of their songs later on, maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they were like one of the biggest. When I heard them for the first time, they were um, they're not exactly a ska band. They're pretty much mainly punk. They were originally like an oi skinhead band, and then they started evolving the sound, bringing samples in, bringing like trumpets in, loops and rapping and all sorts of things. And they had like full, full on like hardcore left wing politics, just singing songs about beating the fuck out of Nazis and uh, cops and politicians and everything. So it's like, oh, this is really hard hitting music. It's danceable. It's, it's good vibes, everything. So it's, yeah, that, that kind of chip. Pushed me towards. I don't just have to be in a punk band or a ska band. I can be mixing all these other things in it, rap and stuff. Like we bought a sampler a couple of years ago. We'll start be using that more in our music now. Getting that kind of rap, uh, like rap and sampling and that kind of thing going over the music as well. So it's just about bringing in loads of different types of genres and stuff we enjoy and chuck it on in the mix, see what happens. And uh, well, obviously seems to be sticking at the minute, so it's been all right, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I love the I love the rap influence there as well. You guys definitely have uh, a big, big pottery of, of styles that you have. It before we start recording, yeah, yeah, we hear a little bit of hair metal there, glam rock, yeah, yeah. in there. Yeah, I, I love the uh, guitarist. He's, he's into his metal and whatnot. Um, but yeah, like, so there's five of us in the band. Punk and ska are kind of our joining middle points, but different people in the band are in different things: pop music, ska music, punk, reggae, hip hop. All sorts of things, indie rock and everything. So it's it's just kind of what we'll stick around at band practice, start jamming on things, and if it if we all like it, it works, and we're going to go with it, whether it kind of fits in that punk scar appeal or not. It's, it's what we enjoy. That's good. I think you can always tell when a band has more influences outside of just like ska or ska yeah. and punk. Uh, and it's, I always think it's it just yeah, the UK scene at the minute. I think a lot of punk bands and ska punk bands are kind of branching out into their own little little like genres and different influences and things. There's like bands like Risky and the Ridicule and Random Hand and that. They're all just adding their own little things in at the moment. It's pushing the genre out in different directions, which is beautiful to see. It's not just being like the same sort of generic ska punk for so long. It's it's now it's branching out and new flavors and sounds adding to it now. It's, it's good. I don't know how much of the UK sound, uh, scene you know or anything. So it's, I, I will say minimal. Um, yeah. I know there's always more because whenever I turn my head, there's more bands. Um, oh, there is. I mean, I can't yeah. keep up with it at all, but it's yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of really good, exciting bands at the minute. So. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, Pope's of Chili Town. I really enjoy them. Yeah, we've done a few gigs with them. Like it's 
Yeah. yeah that, again, they, they have to bring a bit more extra into it. They've got that yeah. kind of funk and rap thing into it as well, don't they? So yeah. And uh, the Welsh band, um, uh, why am I blank? Uh, Cartoon Violence, I really. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure if we've played with them. We might have played with them, but I've definitely seen them support the Slackers a few years before COVID. Oh, so that makes sense. Like, yeah. Yeah. So and Aaron, I could go on and on. Uh, but Aaron, you were just you were just mentioning um, bands that you've played with. Uh, RJ and I have not had the pleasure of seeing your band. Well, I, I haven't. I don't think RJ has either. What is a what is a typical Deadbeat at Dawn uh, show like? Uh, unprofessional as hell. <laughs> <laughs> but like we might have been doing this for a long, long time, but we still haven't got a clue how to do things like tune guitars up or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our last gig um, was in Bristol. And we, t- we turned up there. The sampler blew up on stage before we even got it like, working or anything. Uh, one of our vocalists had been bitten by a dog on the way up there. So it's always just chaos. You know, <laughs> <laughs> absolute bedlam. Uh, every gig, is, yeah. We just go along, have a good laugh, uh, drink, smoke, party. You know, it's, uh, we can't take them for granted anymore. It's, you don't know when you're going to go in for another 18 months lockdown and yeah. some nasty disease and that so it's like yeah now we're just turning up it's, let's have a fucking good time yeah you can it's, just... it's, it's, it's like a, a half a day away from kids and family life on that so it's like you get to be act, act like a stupid kid yourself and then... right yeah that, that's just true it kind of brings you back to being a kid being at a show and now you're on the other side of it so um again listening to your band it sounds like this band would be freaking awesome live and just a, a wild party time yeah we do we do like because we just do go up there and enjoy it yeah, we've got no no uh, ambition of trying to become the next big thing. Or we're not even give care if the audience like it. We'll just go up there and make dumb in jokes between ourselves, make each other laugh, pull each other off, push each other around, and have a laugh. And that's it's yeah, it just comes across as having a good laugh. I think people click with that eventually, and if they can see you're having a good time up on stage, and it's not a forced good time. They can actually see you laughing and giggling and having fun, and that. I think people get into it. So. I think there's there's something to be said about that too, as a, as being in a band that is, hey, we know what our objective is, and our objective is, like you said, not to be the next big thing, just to play some shows and have a good time. Um, taking nothing away from bands who are in that other camp, but typically that that's a lot looser, right? You, you're more able to experiment. You're able to have a crazy yeah. good time, and you don't really care what people think as much as long as you're having fun, right? Yeah, yeah, that's totally it. Yeah, that's, I mean, we've got uh, an album. We're trying to write at the minute, but that's that's kind of the only serious thing we're doing at the moment. Get the album sorted. We've got a bunch of gigs coming up, and uh, yeah, there's no real plan or direction. It's let's make each other smile once a week. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy world as it is, so it's, it's your one little escape. So you mentioned you have some uh, gigs coming up. Do you want to mention them here? So if anybody's yeah. over your way, uh, they can go when, see. When will this? When will this be coming out? Will this, uh, be this, out this is week, Wednesday. Wednesday. This Wednesday, right? Yeah. So. In two, three days to have Friday anyway. I can't work that out. Three days. It was Friday. We're playing up in North Allerton, which is about nine miles out of our town. So only a small place, like the next biggest town. We haven't played there for about five years. There's a lot of people there we hadn't even seen since before COVID and that. So it's so excited to play that. It's going to be a free gig as well. So it should be out in that one. Uh, the day after that, we're up in Halifax playing a all dayer. Uh, I think Mr. Shiraz are playing there. Brigantes and about four of the bands. I can't remember the name of it. I was going to have a little note here with all the <laughs> things to track it. I was like, now nah, I remember them, but totally haven't. That's, that should be a good gig as well. It's a lizard fest. They're always good, good fun. 
Uh, we're playing at a apocalyptic festival in about two weeks' time as well. It's like a big uh, cosplay. Everything gets to look like Mad Max cars and post-apocalyptic barbarian style. Wow. We played there about three that years ago. That sounds so cool. <laughs> it's amazing. We're, we're like we're just walking around. It's like all these barbarians with spikes on their shoulders and big swords and axes. All these cars that souped up with spikes all over them. Is, like, RJ, where I fight. gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotta go. Fighting with swords that are made on like put on fire and stuff. It's an unbelievable weekend. So we're going up for that one. That's going to be amazing, good fun. Um, and then we're playing with, at the end of the month, we've got Asphyxia Social from Brazil. We're playing with them. They're, they sound pretty mental. And then uh, Rebellion Festival, beginning of August, which I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's like a massive four-day punk mm-hmm. festival in the UK. There's like every band from 70s all the way up through to today's, just all different bands and genres and everything playing. So Pope's Chili Town wrote that one, Random Hand at it. Uh, Risky the Ridicule, Millie Manders, all that kind of from the sky scene. But then there's also uh, like Cox Barrow, or Exploited, Discharge, them kind of bands. And so you've got pretty much like every every avenue of punk rock there for four days. So that's going to be amazing fun too. Uh, that is awesome. And you guys yeah. describe yourself as, I'm looking at your band camp right now, Scapocalyptic Gangsta Punks. And that is yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Scapocalypse, that's kind of like our version of Scar because it's just messy end of the world Scar yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the gangster thing it's just because we started rapping so we're like hey we're a gangster rap band now we're not a punk <laughs> band and stuff so that kind of stuck with us for some reason <laughs> there's definitely a uh, a great you guys are great at branding yourselves and an image that goes along with it just your name and, and even that description is, is, is on point but looking at uh, your social media everyone has unless all these are all your real names it looks like everyone has a stage name how did that come about yeah, no, most of them are just our nicknames okay. for ourselves. Like Shrimp is Paul Shrimpton. Uh, Mr. Dead is the vocalist. He got his name years ago when we were on tour. He just he just wouldn't wake up, so it's like <laughs> Mr. Dead is always asleep. Um, Nobby, he was, he's just been called Nobby since he was a little kid. Um, first band I was in with him, I was probably in a band with him for two months before I realised his first real name was Chris. He's just always been Nobby. Uh, but yeah, Disco Dave. Just because he's into his shit music, pretty much. Um, I think my my name might be up up as Beat Up. Yep. In Debit Dawn. Yeah, I used to do a fanzine back in the 90s called My God Can Beat Up Your God. So my name just kind of originated from that air and beat up from that. Love it. (laughs) I'm always a sucker for a good stage name. I have have friends I grew up with in bands, and my parents don't even know their real names. Yeah, yeah. So it was, and you start to become like your nicknames and your real names, and then yeah. before you know it, he's, you're answering your, the names like Aaron Thirst. It's not in my own. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a gig once with one of my mates. He's, he does like horror horror fiction. He does it under the name Jack Pantry, and that's what his Facebook profile says, Jack Pantry. And we were at a gig, and someone came up to him and like, "Hi, are you Jack?" And he's like, "No." Nah. And it took him a few minutes to realize that, that people like recognized him because it was. Uh, Social media now. <laughs> you can catch up with you getting in trouble with false names and aliases. I don't know anything about that. RJ Phoenix is 100% my government name. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You were born sounds, with the coolest real. name ever. <laughs> sounds like you uh, should be like an 80s or 90s wrestler, RJ yeah, Phoenix. Totally. Ooh, yeah, that's not a bad one. Yeah. Coming off we, the top we, row. Quickly. 
so we wanted to play uh, for our listeners one of your songs, and uh, you said a good song to play would be Survival Zone. Uh, yeah. What all went into like writing and recording that tune? This, well, to me, it's quite a big step, this song. This is the first song we wrote since Dave had joined the band. We played the guitar on the disco up your EP, obviously, but there were songs that we'd written with early, early guitarists. Um, this is the first song that we'd written with him, and it's we put a lot more rap into this song, I think. It's a lot more, it's not as bouncy and happy either. It's kind of has a very apocalyptic feel to it. It's, uh, the lyrics are all very much, it's the end of the world, what we're going to do about it type of thing. So it's has that kind of dark, dark sludgy feel to it as well as Scar and British rap stuff over it. Take a look around, see the burnout wasteland. Picking up the static of the fucking band. Take my hand, three steps to the future, a self-creative battleground. We're facing the drums, I can feel the slum. Smoke from the guns, but south the sun, you can run. But you can't have from future. Just one road, we're heading down, down, down. The ground things getting worse. Burnt our feet on this squashed earth. To never last forest, stripped from trees. To the outside, there's too hard to breathe. Caffeine, no more wasting seas. Can't see no more birds, your bees. Tell me then, make your profit was worth it. Tell me then, make your profit was worth it. Welcome to a place that we call our home. Welcome to a place where the dead lies There's a video for it too, um, where we dress up like post-apocalyptic idiots, bad aliens, and that. So it's, <laughs> like, it's just like a little B movie film, so we like really bad laser effects on it and things. So. I, I always you have a brand for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 
yeah, I really, I really dug this song when I, when I first heard it and I, I still do to be, to be fair. Uh, but it was like right away, like, all right, this song, this song is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cheers. yeah so hopefully this is like going to be the first song off our album that we're looking to record just after rebellion. So it'll be August, September time, but hopefully this, uh, survivors will be on it. There's, um, extra vocals as well by Alice from a band called In Evil Hour from uh, Darlington. They're like a hardcore punk band. She sings in that as well, but we're good friends with her. Really, really nice people. So, and uh, the studios, and the same studio we record at is in her town. So we're like, come on, come on, some extra vocals on. So that's how it, how that's it awesome. turned out really. It was, yeah. It's always good to like build those connections, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think the album as well, we did on the Discopia EP. We just got a lot of, guest uh, musicians and vocals and things on it. So I think the album's going to be pretty much like that. I'm a sucker for like hip-hop albums where every other song's like featuring so-and-so, featuring so-and-so and that. So it's, it's nice to do this in the ska punk world as well. Use like other bands, horn sections or vocalists and things like that. So you're in I studio, can, you may as well go and do a little bit extra and things that you can't do on stage. You got to just put, if you want to go full hip-hop, you just got to put a skit every like four songs. Yeah, yeah. That might end up happening as well. <laughs> Gary will write some for you. He's hilarious. I'll get a little stand-up. You have, you have like such a strong brand. I feel like you can do a concept album here. Like, <laughs> yeah, the end of this oh, Mike, yeah. Mike's been wanting to like have some sort of like, theme all the way through the album, and that's going to be too hard to do that. But. After the apocalypse, only cockroaches and ska bands yeah. are alive. <laughs> <laughs> all the two things that never go away. <laughs> <laughs> Very true, very true. Um, so, jeez. Uh, so, I don't even know where I want to go right now. We want to play the song, RJ. Yeah, we've played the song. Right okay, now. we played it. <laughs> yeah, wicked. It sounded brilliant. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do. Again, I, I'm going to keep harping on it. You guys have a great brand. Um, your the two albums I'm looking at right now, Discopia and Deadbeat at Dawn, self-titled. The artwork is so vivid, and there's yeah, a lot of really vivid, cartoony artwork. Can you tell yeah, us about the new, those designs? Yeah, the new. I mean, the, the new on Discopia that was by a artist called Linz. Uh, he's from Darlington as well. A lot of our, our music's recorded up in Darlington. Our singer works in Darlington, bassist lives there, and that. So it's it's like the close one of the closest cities to us. Um, but yeah, Lindsay's a, it's an amazing artist. L-I-D, L-I-N-D-Z. If you look him up on Instagram or things, um, but he does a lot of like graffiti style things. And that's a lot of, a lot of the visuals that we like are kind of that kind of, you know, the, the hip graffiti 80s, 90s style skatey type things. So it's, I think we try and capture in that and in it as well, rather than, I don't know, you, not so much your cut and paste punk or your, you do a scar on that. We're kind of art-wise trying to bring in them. So the graffiti, the hip-hoppy like, elements and styles into the, but also like the horror, like the goofy bright colours and things like that as well. So it's, it's yeah, like I say, it's, it's all mixes in there in the brand and it like, kind of fits stuff that we're all into. Do you have any um, merch? Or t- I'm a big t-shirt guy. Any t-shirts or merch that people can check out? Yes, like that we do. We've got a few at the minute. We've got um, new newish ones. I've just got like the, the logo in pink on the front, nice. and the back it's a massive uh, two neon colours like pink and yellow or pink and green. We've got another different colour t-shirts and that. And then we've got one before it. We've got uh, 
there's an old film called Black Belt Jones. It's like late 70s, early 80s, Kung Fu film. So I've got a still from that. And it's just, we changed the words, it's Deadbeat at Dawn and some nice. lyrics on it. But yeah, we, we always try and keep knocking around T-shirts and things. It's, it's a steady income for the band. It's um, one of the guys out of Random Hands. Random Hands, he runs a T-shirt printing place called Merch Stall. So we get a lot of things through him. And it's, you know, like I say, it's just a steady income for the band. You can sell them at your gigs, sell them online. And it's... It's a slow, slow little learner. Garrett's looking to order one right now. Literally, that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I, <can tell. laughs> I have two screens on my work computer here, and you're on one, and on the other one, I'm opening the merch stall page. <laughs> <laughs> so you already, you got a sale. You're in a sale from this. Yeah, yeah I've got a little ping on my phone in a minute. It's, it's paying off already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, anybody that's listening to this, if you go on a deadbeat of dawn, uh, I think it's like Big Cartel got Deadbeat Dawn dot or something like that. Deadbeat Big Cartel dot com slash Deadbeat Dawn or you'll be able to find it. But yeah, we sell t shirts, stickers, CDs, all that kind of thing. So That's get on awesome. there, spend your money. We've got like a lot of debts to pay off to local gangsters. <laughs> and They're going to take our thumbs soon enough, so we need some extra sales. <laughs> Uh, you also got kids. You got kids and yeah. you got debts. So you got everyone in the band. Yeah, hey, that's saying if you got kids, you got debts. It's, yeah. Straight yeah. Away. You, you you both got kids, then, did you say? Uh, no. I Gary's got Gary. a, daughter, a yeah. adorable daughter, and I just have cats. Yeah, <laughs> I've got I've got a couple of cats too. What cat, what are your cats called? Uh, we have uh, Ramona, and then we have Doctor Dinks. All right, Ramona. Yeah. Obviously, after Ramones, what's the one, Doctor James? Oh, actually, she's after. So Ramona was uh, my second cat, and uh, we had another cat, Mister Pants, for a long time, and so <laughs> she was actually named after like uh, Ramona the Pest, like from the Ramona and Beezus books. They're they're very popular oh. American kid literature. Yeah, I was uh, thinking Scott Pilgrim. That's maybe where you got her. Yeah, no, I, that that was also another good call. Um, and then Doctor Dinks is just he's tiny. He's the tiniest cat I've ever <laughs> He's almost two years old now, and he's still, like, not even 10 pounds. Yeah, he's tiny little oh, guy. bless. Yeah. Yeah, we've got two cats, Ziggy and Zamo, uh, named after characters from an old UK TV show called Grange Hill. Okay. If anyone's heard that, it's, yeah, cats are awesome, and I'm very much a cat person. Yeah, yeah, so, so am I, like. I think maybe me and my wife lived together for three months and we're like, we're getting a cat, right? Yeah, we're getting a yeah, cat. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, me and my missus, we got a cat together and it moved in with me about two weeks before she did. So I'm like, I was like, that, that was my first family member with him. I was like, yeah, I moved in two weeks after him, so he's, he's got more rights than me. <laughs> so thank you for listening to Cat Talk. So uh, I think cats and scar are kind of like intertwined oh yeah. as well. Cats I, I are so. definitely a scar animal. I dogs I would scar. say so. Well, there's also yeah. a long history of dogs too in ska punk. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm a cat person, so I always like you know Hep Cat, all these cat yeah, bands, exactly. meow yeah. meows. They were a great band in the UK. That's true. They were meow meows. Yeah, yeah. Um, dogs. I'm a dog person. Dogs get represented. We have um. Do the dog. That's a song. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a UK fanzine called Do the Dog. It's like the longest yeah. running scar fanzine oh, ever. Yeah. It's called yeah. Do the Dog. Yeah. yeah. 
Kevin um, uh, likes the, the old Moon Records logo was a was a dog, I believe, a cartoon dog, and then uh, Boss Tones represented by a bulldog. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's some dog. There's a lot more cat rep. There's a lot. My favorite favorite slacker songs as well. Yep, yep, yep. My favorite slacker song is "Old Dog." So there you go. Old Dog, yeah. That's such a sad song. I know. uh... That that album came out like the year I lost my first dog. So it just you know. Hurts that. Right. I'm so sorry, Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing up bad memories now with all these cats and dogs. Yeah. Yeah. But they they're worth it. They're worth it in the moment. Ah, yes. yeah. yeah. And the yeah, only reason you you miss them so much is because they're a great pet. Yeah, that's what I always say to get through my my crying. I have a, <laughs> I, my dog is my dog is pretty ska. He's got a, a two tone collar and a bunch of doggy ska band shirts. He's got uh, Big D and the Kids Table, Less Than Jake, and Real Big Fish shirts that he wears. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so, so Mr. Pants and Doctor Dinky are both uh, tuxedo cats, so they're both black and white cats. They can't yeah. stand noise at no. all. <laughs> um, but Ramona will, like, if I play a record, usually a Scott record, because it's me, uh, she'll sit there and listen to it with me. She's very chill. Oh, chill nice. little, little kitty cat. Yeah. So she's my Scott kitty, even though she's the gray cat. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you're gearing up to uh, record a new album. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep, I think we're about one song away from writing the whole thing. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so we're going in there, I think, with about 16, 17 songs. Probably put about 12, 13 on the album, and then the rest of the like, B-sides or compilations are gathering dust somewhere and get released and that. But yeah, it's, I it's never... to stay on brand, it has to be 13 tracks. Yeah. Yeah, it's been unlucky. I think it probably will be, actually. We're on about that. So it's... But, yeah, it's, uh, but half have band. to be skits, right? Like, we have to have a lot of skits. Uh, yeah, there'll be about 20 songs worth yeah. of stuff, but there'll be, like, 10 skits. and yeah. They'll all be about, like, buying guns or going into liquor stores and robbing them and things like that. <laughs> but, yeah, we've never we've never done an album. I've been in bands since, like, I'm 45. I've been in bands since I was 17. I've never done a proper album. Mm. So it's, it's quite exciting to sit down and write that many songs in one go and... So, yeah, it's been a bit of a challenge writing, especially like writing that many lyrics and things like that. Try not make them all sound the same. Did you, did you get a lot of writing done during the pandemic, or did you guys just yeah, start writing? Yeah, I, I found a lot of, I wrote a lot more during that time because I was thirsting to do something creative and you're kind of stuck. So, as soon as we started having band practicing again after the pandemic, we were start mailing out all these songs and concentrating more rather than, rather than just going up there and just having a bit of a laugh. We'll sit and write spend this one practice let's make sure we're getting that one song nailed down so it's just built up slowly like that over the last year or so probably writing it and i think we're so like so close to the end of it now so it's yeah get all these gigs over somewhere out of the way and then as soon as we've got rebellion out of the way hit into studio figure out who we're going to get on as guests guest appearances and that if you need well. any horns i'm volunteering myself yeah well yeah definitely <laughs> if you can we've got a place to record on that yeah Absolutely. That's the most oh. exciting time, though, for a band is like when you're working on new material. And that's when we're joking before about band practice. That's when you really want to get to band practice. You look forward to the next band practice. Hey, let's work out this idea. Let's do that. I, that's where we're at right now in my band. It's like, oh, this is this is really exciting time. Yeah. It's nice as well. We record our songs on the phone at band practice. Then we'll, we'll start sharing them over at Messenger and saying what needs to be done with them. And then, yeah, like say you, you're busting to go to the next week and it's like, I want to tighten this song up and see what it's going to sound like when it's we're all playing it together right. at the same time and that 
That's amazing. Yeah, I was in a really, really shitty band for years. Well, we we sounded. I still okay. am. Don't worry about it. <laughs> same, same. It was, it was like me and my younger brother and like our three close friends, and then whoever else we could wrangle to be in the band. But it's always the five of us plus a few. Um, but yeah, writing the songs was always fun, mm-hmm. even if they're like silly little songs about like late night diners and other bullshit. But it's yeah. just like what we were doing as like you know early 20s late teens in the midwest in a nowhere town you know it's just like write what you know and it's nonsense yeah that's how we think we've we've covered so much stuff some of our lyrics are like pretty um sensible and about the apocalypse about the end of the world and some of them are just stupid in jokes and uh ripping lyrics off rap bands that no one's gonna know and stuff, so. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, yeah, you just go in there and have a bit of a laugh, don't you? It's... You got to in- entertain yourself first before you That's can entertain it, yeah. the crowd. If you're not enjoying, if you don't enjoy doing it, then what's the point? It's, and you know, I mean, I do like singing the political songs like that, but you're not going to change the world in a punk band. You could you know, have 200, 300 monthly listeners to it, and that's, uh, it doesn't really matter what you sing about as long as people are having fun, I think. Nah, I agree, I agree. So uh, let's, uh, let's, before we leave here, because we're, we're getting close to time, uh, we want to do our, of course, our usual ska picks of the week. Aaron, what song did you bring to uh, share uh, with us? It's called That's Where It Ends by Blaggers ITA, who were, uh, we were talking about them earlier, like a 90s punk band. They brought a lot of ska into it, rapping into it, sampling indie rock and everything. Well ahead of the time, um, as a band, they never really got that big fame. I think they did two, maybe three albums, and the split up singer died, and I think they reformed now. But just, and at that pinnacle in time, the nineties, they were just so far ahead of it. This song, it's it's one of the more scar songs. It's got a lot more loops. It's got um, the rips on public enemy lyrics and things. It's also got a beautiful sample in the middle by um, I don't know if you've heard of the Angelic Upstarts. Oh, yeah. old, old, like, a very anti-fascist punk band from, like, the late 70s, early 80s. Up until recently, Menzi died. Uh, but it was a little sample of him talking about working class and fighting against fascism and things. A little documentary, and it just it fits perfectly in the middle. I remember hearing that and just thinking, if this is the politics where I'm at, you know, it's fight together against the ones in power and that, not, uh, not each other. Like that. So, yeah, flag is out here of an amazing band you need to go out and listen to as much of their stuff as you can but uh, this one's a killer
definitely going to be looking into them more. I got them pulled up on Spotify. There's a whole bunch of albums for them. A live track. Oh, they yeah. just they just captured that like angry '90s politics where it was. We had and Thatcher have been in power for you know, it seemed like 30, 40 decades, but it was like 10, 12 <laughs> years or something. So it was like our, it was quite a right wing government we had then, and it was all kind of breaking down at the point they were making their record. So it was, it was just a beautiful time. Such an angry band. Angry, angry left-wing politics. Cool. Right, Gary, what do you have to uh, share with our listeners today? So uh, last week we had Lindsay on from the band Rude Girl Review, and it is actually her birthday today. So happy birthday, Lindsay. Yeah, and, happy birthday, um, Lindsay. Wanted to share one of her other bands. So she also plays in the band's 13 Towers and the Skluts. Um, so I'm going to share a song from the Skluts. Like Aaron just said, kind of an, uh, a very political song. Um, the song is called Church and State. And uh, Aaron, I'm not sure if you're familiar with some of the happenings recently here in America. They have been terrible. (laughs) Backwards in time, aren't you? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, And I was talking to Lindsay about this song today, and she said, hey, we wrote this five years ago, but it's more relevant today than ever. So um, I'll just let you listen to the song, and you can kind of figure out what it's about. But it's called Church and State. I bet you can figure it out pretty easily. I'm always a sucker for the Sklats. They're they're a really talented uh, band, and I've enjoyed pretty much everything they've put out. So yeah, that song that's a good one. Thank you, Gary. Uh, so for me, uh, I'm not saying that I didn't also pick a semi-political song. Uh, <laughs> I picked <laughs> I picked a song by Me Three Thirty called Raw Fish, which is a little bit about why America might not be as great as some of the people seem to think it is. Uh, and they were I like one of the first like american bands like one of my old bands toured like played with and stuff like that so they're like yeah maybe it's a got a big place in my heart ah. jumps on parade album it was round about when we were doing that it was yeah banging band there yeah. why would you go all the way to japan to play a show he said i heard they eat raw fish just the thought of it makes him sick all the clubs have microphones the people come out to the shows but do you fear what you don't know My 
grew up not too far from St. Louis, so I got to see them quite often. I got to see Dan yeah. just... But yeah, for a, for a while, we yeah. just played, in, played around the UK loads for some reason, like uh, late night, early mid to late 90s, I think it was. Like, amazing live band. I yeah, remember, like, at one point... Look at the, like, they're pulling their shirts off like Hulk Hogan style and doing all the... <laughs> and it's like, this band is amazing, like full on horns and everything. And so yeah. fast, yeah, I love them. Absolutely love that band. At one point, it seemed like the UK liked ME330 more than America did. <laughs> yeah. Especially around that late 90s, early 2000s. I broke me, I don't know if you can see it, when my teeth, tooth broken there, I broke that in an ME330 gig. Nothing oh, got yeah, it fixed okay. since. I, um, uh, I broke one of, uh, pair of glasses at an ME330 gig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, thankfully enough, people found all the pieces for it, but I couldn't, I couldn't drive for the rest of the night. My friend had to drive my car. <laughs> I couldn't see. <laughs> Um, but Jasper, those those are our, our Scott picks. Um, if anybody wanted to find uh, Deadbeat at Dawn on on social media, so they can follow you and get to know your music more, where should they go to get that information? Aaron, uh, if you go on Facebook or Instagram, just search for Deadbeat at Dawn. I think we're like dot com slash Deadbeat at Dawn on them. On Twitter, which we don't use as much because it's a angry place full of very bitter people and horrible politics. <laughs> but if you go on Thirst Thirst Deadbeats, I think we're up on there as that. Uh, we don't have TikTok or anything because we're in our forties. We're too old to understand what TikTok is. <laughs> we can barely manage with Facebook and uh, Instagram. To be fair, it was all fanzines back in our days. Now it's yeah, I I can push. relate. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I I can do Twitter uh, and I can do uh, Reddit. Yeah, just, I, said, I, just can't, I, I don't even know what that is to be honest. It's I can't spread myself too thin. That's what it is. Like I can yeah. do too. Like I can Hopefully, kind of yeah. do Facebook, but I can't. I don't do Instagram. I, I like don't in, do I like Instagram because it's just like pictures and there's no arguments or anything like that. <laughs> you, would, <laughs> you, you would think that. You would think that there's yeah, still yeah. Some, some trolls on there. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Twitter. Every time I turn it on, I want to like it and I think there's a lot of good scab. You can learn a lot about scab fans from other countries on there, but yeah, you just get end up. Yeah, you really got some line on. Yeah, you see some headline. And think, oh, I'll just check. I'll just check what's comments on that headline, and that's it. Before you know it, you just want to kill some other fun. Yeah, if just stick to like the sky side of Twitter and don't click yeah, yeah. on like the topics, the trending topics. Yeah, that's it. It's, like, oh. it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I Politics is trending. I'll go and check it out. So what's do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's cool. Yeah, I, I implore everyone to go in and check out uh, Deadbeat at Dawn. Uh, I believe, I think someone in the band first made me aware of uh, your me. last EP. I, yeah. yeah, I do all the social media stuff. Okay, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I I checked it out and I enjoyed it. I threw it on 23. I think you also sent it to Matt over here for On the Upbeat. Yeah. So he's mentioned it before, I know. Um, so yeah, no, keep keep up the good work for sure. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, if, if you're going to get some of the uh, listeners, check us out and uh, leave us messages and stuff on Facebook and Instagram and not so much Twitter. <laughs> Make us feel like we know what we're going to do and it's appreciated and that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week. And until next time, everybody. Keep listening to Ska. You've been listening to On The Upbeat. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you get all the new episodes as soon as they're available. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at On The Upbeat Ska. Follow our Spotify playlist, Ska Favorites. It features all the songs heard on the show. Please consider joining our Patreon 
Visit patreon.com slash ontheupbeatska to sign up today. And thank you for supporting On The Upbeat.